My Steel Commodity Podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. In today's episode, we explore rising tradable iron ore inventories and recent changes in electricity, electricity pricing in the country. But first, a rundown of this week's news. China's average blast furnace capacity utilization rate fell to 76.4% on October 29th, its lowest in over two years. This is largely the result of, of the onset of winter emissions restrictions in North China, which are expected to be more stringent this year ahead of the upcoming 2022 Beijing Olympic Games. With blast furnace capacity utilization down, it's no wonder that iron ore usage is down as well. China's average daily use of imported iron ore fell to a four-month low on November the 3rd. Uh, and this, too, comes amid intensified restrictions, especially in the key steelmaking hub of Tangshan in North China's Hebei province, with air, conditioning, with air quality conditions deteriorating at this time. China's portside iron ore inventories rose to 147 million tons on November the 4th, their highest since April 2019. Heavy restrictions have prompted many Chinese mills to undergo maintenance at this time. China's domestic iron ore output fell to an eight-month low between October 22nd and November the 4th. While the total output of domestic concentrates initially benefited from an easing of electricity restrictions early last week, new emissions restrictions further suppressed production during this time. Demand for high-grade Chinese concentrates is expected to rise with the onset of further emissions restrictions in northern provinces. The China Iron Ore and Steel Association, or CISA, recently found that the country's average daily crude steel output fell by 7.4% between October 21st and 31st. With output up in the first half of 2021, despite initial efforts to keep it below 2020 levels, we can likely expect output to continue its decline for the remainder of this year. And now to the first of our top stories. Here to discuss China's rising tradable iron ore inventories is my co-contributor, Julia Chu. Julia, thank you for joining us. Mm. Hello. China's tradable iron ore inventories have continued to reach new record highs in 2021 amid low interest among buyers and an active sell-off among traders and steel mills. However, tradable resources have been rising steadily over the past five years despite major shifts in the market. Though tradable inventories are up now, amid low iron ore prices. It is important to note that these were also on a rise amid high prices in 2016, when arrivals were up more traders took to the market. Inventories also rose, albeit at a slower pace. During the volatile prices of, of 2018 and early 2019, with tradable inventories skyrocketing at present, it's important to take all of this into context. While it is true that lower prices have spurred a sell-off of iron ore and a sharp rise in tradable inventories at present, this has been generally on the rise over the past five years. This is, a, this is as much an indicator of the growing maturity of China's iron ore spot market as it is of current market conditions. That said, foresight tradable iron ore reached an all-time record 58.92% of total inventories on November 1st. Given the state of China's current iron ore market, my still expects this figure, this figure to rise further in the months ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. On October 12th, China's National Development and Reform Commission, or NDRC, issued an official 
document advocating an adjustment to electricity rates to better reflect current market realities, prompting reforms on the national and regional levels. With nearly 50% 57% of China's electricity generated by coal-fired fi- coal power plants in 2020, the country's current electricity woes are rooted in an ongoing thermal coal shortage. This shortage is primarily due to fewer imports, new rounds of safety inspections at mining sites in China, and a general rise in manufacturing output as the country continues to recover from last year's economic downturn. Electricity pricing is also a major factor. While 42% of China's total consumed electricity was purchased at at market rates in 2020, 58% was purchased at at fixed rates. With thermal coal prices rising to record highs and most purchases made at fixed rates, the country's power plants have struggled to meet the demands of the energy market in recent months. The current challenges faced by China's coal-fired power plants have prompted efforts to allow for greater fluctuations in the fixed rates offered on electricity transactions. In this way, whereas the previous floating fixed rate on electricity transactions was 10 to 15%, the new rate has been capped at 20%. Moreover, high energy consuming industries, including steel, may see their rates climb higher than the 20% cap in in some circumstances. These reforms will result in the cost of thermal coal being shared by end users and may result in a rise in electricity generation. However, they will not address China's underlying thermal coal shortage. Though some new open pit coal mines have been approved in Inner Mongolia, this will take some time before new supplies can be brought to market. In this way, we are unlikely to see the most important aspect of China's current electricity shortage to be addressed in the near future. Current rate hikes and restrictions on electricity usage have, been a significant, have had a significant impact on China's EAF mills, limiting both scrap demand and total output at this time. Steel mills across China will now be subject, subject to differentiated electricity rates for each hour of the day, forcing them to adopt more cost control measures. Moreover, steel mills are being encouraged to take measures to offset their coal-generated electricity usage that include incentives for energy efficiency upgrades, as well as purchasing electricity from alternative sources, such as hydroelectric, wind, and solar plants. Though these reforms could result in a marginal rise in electricity output, China's ongoing thermal coal shortage will likely put considerable strain on power plants and end users for the foreseeable future. This will have a negative impact on both steel demand and output uh, during this time. It will also affect uh, the output of domestic concentrates, processed scrap, and iron ore pellets moving forward. That's all for this week's My Steel Commodity Podcast. I'd like to take a moment to address a uh, technical issue that we had this past week. Uh, We sincerely apologize for the disruption to our recording. Uh, We work hard each week to ensure that our broadcasts are of the highest quality, but mistakes do happen, and we will continue to try to minimize these in the future. I apologize on behalf of myself and the team. I've been your host, Adam Roussel. Take care, everyone.